Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe Lundberg is... Not going to be here. (laughs) Well, he's here in spirit because he called for snow on Monday, so everybody's talking about him. Joe McGranahan is here, and he's our fabulous uh, co-host. I'll be happy to give you a weather forecast. Please. It's going to be stormy today. Stormy. That is a false statement. The next 90 minutes are going to be stormy. You darn Republicans are still lying. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Give us a buzz. We would very much love to hear from you. Uh, 1-800-795-9565. On the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. You can email us, as two individuals have done today, and that's email us at onthemarkwk.com. And you can text us at 70236. If you're a TextConnect member, just reply to a previous message or text us at 70236. Uh, Yeah, we got open phones today. We can talk about the inauguration. President Biden tried to send a tone of hope and unity, and most of the Republicans that were in the audience just rolled their eyes. How'd that work out with those nice folks, those nice Antifa (laughs) folks out in Portland? They had another, I'm sorry, it wasn't a riot and it wasn't a uh, uh, an insurrection it was an unlawful assembly and what were they doing they were destroying property throwing bricks through windows but when that happens in Washington and Republicans are there it's an insurgency now out here in Portland it's an unlawful assembly we'll start at the beginning what happened in Portland police declared an unlawful assembly Wednesday night in Portland after about 150 rioters caused damage to a federal immigration facility in the city according to the authorities the unrest near the ice uh, building was declared after rioters started throwing rocks and eggs and vandalizing the building located in the city's south waterfront neighborhood uh, hmm. we have observed property damage to the building the portland police said anyone who is involved in criminal behavior including vandalism and graffiti is subject to arrest and citation and what were they complaining about the biden administration okay so these are the first violent protests and these are not republicans these are antifas oh Oh, are they? Okay. Yes, they are Antifa. Okay, they said that. Yes. Okay. Why good. would they? Well, you, do, I'm can asking. you imagine um, somebody on the right would be abolishing the ICE office? <laughs> okay, so you <laughs> and destroying the ICE there's office. There's uh, equivalency. We're here with the Capitol insurrection by the pro-Trump people. No, I'm just saying that you know here they are already. The Biden, they haven't even given the left hasn't given the far left hasn't given Biden a chance, and now they're uh, they're rioting in. Uh, I'm sorry, unlawfully assembling. Not an insurrection, not a riot, unlawfully assembly. Well, who who called them an assembly? The police, the Portland oh, Police I see. Bureau. Okay. And they're, that's it a liberal left wing. Said authorities said earlier gatherings in Portland, which saw Antifa protesters clash with authorities as they gathered to voice dissatisfaction with President Biden, forcing officers to retreat and take at least one police bicycle, had ended. Finally, the Portland Police Bureau said several events were planned in the city just hours after Biden was sworn in and implored the nation to come together. About 150 people 
gathered at Revolution Hall around 2 p.m. and marched to the headquarters of the Democratic Party of Oregon. And these were not Republicans. These are Antifa types. All right. Are you proud of yourself now? You brought that up. You got your words in. Are you happy now? No, I'm, I just <laughs> think that, you know, President Biden is calling for unity. The people, some of the people okay. I've heard, have you seen the montage of the uh, people on the, uh, uh, you know, bashing President Trump going out the door and literally slathering over Joe Biden coming in? You know, uh, he one one MSNBC reporter said he was the salve or the medicine to cure our wounds. You know, give him, <laughs> and yet so there is crazy. He had, as a press, Trump he had a press conference last night, and most of the questions were, "Could you tell us what security has been taken to protect the president? You know, from uh, infections here in the White House." One reporter, Fox News, Peter Ducey, asked a tough question about how he was going to bring the country together if he was going to allow uh, the per, uh, the uh, impeachment of President Trump, who's no longer in office, go forward. And uh, admittedly, his press secretary kind of deflected, but she gave a decent answer. All right, are you ready? Are you ready just, to move just on? One, just one tough question. Mm-hmm. You happy okay. now? I'm happy now. Okay. So you're saying <laughs> pro-Biden pro supporters are as crazy as pro-Trump supporters? No, I'm saying that it's all wrong. But I, I found the difference in the uh, description very stark. An unlawful assembly. But if in Washington they did the same types of things, they, you know, broke yeah, into federal see. buildings and they assaulted people. Uh, so this was a riot in Portland. No, it was an unlawful assembly. But when the, the right does it, it's... Uh, Insurrection. Right, well, let's see what CBS calls it. Well, CBS, <laughs> home of original reporting. They would probably just say a few misunderstandings erupted. All right. Violent riots erupted near an immigration building well, in other parts of... the word of riot. Por- All right. Okay. Well, let's try AP. Since you're having some kind of a Fox warm feeling over there, <laughs> we'll... we'll uh, let's see. AP Portland Violence... Don't let us stand by. <laughs> we could take a call while you look this up. More protests turned violent in Portland, Oregon last night. It used to be one of the most livable cities. Oh, I'm sorry. This is not brand new overnight. Sorry. Sorry. False alarm on that one. All right. Uh, well, I'll look this up. There's no reason why we should. There we go. Dozens arrested as violent protests uh, gathered for rallies and marches in Portland, Oregon. Well, they're calling it violent protests. So are you happy with that? Or do you, 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 you want insurrection used? Well, no, I'm just saying it would. Oh, my gosh, were, Molotov cocktails. Yes, These guys it, were out of control. Yeah, they were. You know, but we, uh, you know. Now, AP says it prompted police to declare a riot, but you said police would not do police that. Said, police declared an okay. unlawful assembly. Okay, so you're. But see, do you know the difference between police calling a, a mass gathering that turned violent a riot and at the beginning of it, calling it an unlawful assembly. You don't know the difference between those two terms and the timeline? I believe I do. An unlawful assembly would be, let's say, I get a group of people together in excess of the number required for a city permit, and I don't have the city permit. That would be an unlawful assembly. Now, if we start throwing okay. things and breaking property and setting to throwing Molotov cocktails, now we're into a riot. Okay. And if we're attempting, uh, we're attacking federal buildings in uh, opposition to the government, now we're into insurrection. Direction. Okay. So so you know this, but you're still hung up on the fact that police started out the evening saying the law that's being broken right now is on no, the lawful no, I'm assembly. Just saying, no, no, let me finish. I let you finish. All right. 
so you're hung up on this fact because your fox funnels won't let you hear <laughs> things objectively that at the beginning of this they called it unlawful assembly and of course that opens the door and means that enforcement can be ramped up and so on and you know police are now calling it a riot but you won't admit that why is that well nowhere in the story that I saw from the police department that they eventually called it a riot now is they it, may have well, I don't have AP's it here AP's version AP quoting police but see I, I think Joe you, you think you got this great gotcha moment uh, <laughs> that will continue the divide and really stick it to the left and I think you're going to need better material okay other video Lawrence's clips worthless observation other video clips show people holding banners which read we are ungovernable we don't <laughs> want Biden we want revenge police murders imperialist wars fascist massacres oh, that's marchers Antifa, called right? for an end to the sweeping of homeless encampments and advocated for other social justice causes all at the same time they were setting fire to things Stan what's your view on what Joe's talking about Oh, I think the cops should have cracked down on them and broke some heads, but uh, they so, won't do that in Oregon. They just let them go, and the, <laughs> the few that they arrest, uh, the local prosecutor will just let go. So, you know, I, 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 nothing's going to change in Oregon until somebody makes it change, and the mm-hmm. people that are in charge aren't going to do it. Now, how many people died yesterday from COVID, Mark? You know, uh, off the top of your head? During the day, news um, died. I'd say maybe 500. You mean nationally? Yeah, nationally. 500. I, I don't know. Uh, okay, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I oh, didn't know I if you've yeah, seen the news feed because, you know, every other day it was it was big news, top of the news hour. You know, it's 5,000, 2,000, 3,000, 10,000 died today from COVID-19. You know, right now, every one of those deaths are on Biden, right? That's how it works, doesn't it? I suppose, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, well, fortunately, so what's the answer? You know, mask, mask on federal Okay, property? here you go. Here's the uh, answer. Like- Apparently, President Trump did the right thing near the end of his uh, uh, tenure because the death toll is dropping precipitously. Now, hospitalizations are only going down slowly, but they're going down and deaths are going down. So President Trump can claim full credit for that. And Joe Biden can say, I inherited uh, good numbers on the COVID. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like you'll ever say that. But that's, that's another point. Neither Biden or Trump can do anything about stopping or preventing people from getting COVID and either getting over it or dying. Neither one of them could or can. Plain and simple. Well, they can it's help not prevent. Possible. They can it's, encourage uh, people to help what, prevent it. How can they prevent it? Well, the it's, pre- a, it's a disease. <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe Biden signed his executive order on masking last night. Yeah, okay. When was the last time you were on a federal property that that would apply to you? Uh, Me on a federal property? I have not Does that mean if we go into the post office, we have to wear a mask? We have to anyway. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. Okay. That would be months ago. So you really think that's going to make a difference among most people's lives? And it won't make a difference anyways, but that's a whole other story. I think what Joe Biden's interested in is uh, appearing as though sending the message, you know, to use Fred Keller's favorite word, that we're sending the message, even though it, you know, means nothing. We're sending the message that masking is a, an effective preventative measure, that the tone of the administration is changing, that uh, there will be other aspects of the administration that will take it seriously, and that that's that uh-huh. this we're going to try to put this behind us. So uh, putting in, into place Operation Warp Speed to get the government in 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 uh, partnership with 
the bio bio firms to create a vaccine wasn't taking it seriously. Well, Is think, that where we're, we're going to go with this? I think what the president did with the vaccine was satisfactory, but all of his other actions and behaviors. Did you see the, the CNN had a great picture yesterday. It showed everybody with the send-off for President Trump before he got on uh, Air Force One. And all of the family of Trumps aren't wearing a mask because they've already had it. <laughs> so okay. they don't, they, they're all enjoying right. their right, immunity. As, as I said in the past. Maybe I want to get it. That way I will be partially immune to it, and I don't have to worry about it. Well, now, I, don't, I ain't saying I want to get it or don't want to get it. Okay. I, I want to avoid it if I can because I hate being sick just in general. I hate getting a cold. That's the way it is. But as I in the bio, bio facility that it was released from, maybe we need to turn there and ask why they did it. They'll say it was an accident, but was it truly an accident? You know, their people are collateral damage. They don't care because of what they are. They're a communist government. If they cared about their people, the Uyghurs wouldn't be sitting in concentration camps right now, would they? Yeah, good, good point. Good point. I mean, right. so, I, you know, people, you know, the left always says, Trump's Trump's Trump, all these people dying. Well... Turnabout is fair play. Now it's all on Biden. So all these deaths that are happening from henceforth are on Biden. Right. I don't care what Trump did or didn't do in the past. It's on Biden now. Right. Yeah, I think uh, Joe Biden did allude to the fact that it's going to get worse before it gets better. One of our listeners sent yeah. us a note. You'll be interested in this. <laughs> this is you know, inconsistent or consistent with what you're saying. Uh, one of our listeners sends us a text says, I just signed up to get the vaccine at Geisinger in Danville. Thank you, President Biden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, that's, that's the thing. And you didn't hear a thing. Well, maybe one time Biden mentioned in passing about the vaccine, and it gave a little bit of credit to Trump before back in December. Well, you know, when it, when it just coming in. So, we got to get you know, another call Biden's going to take all this credit, and he did absolutely nothing. Well, we will respond. This person sent us their phone number. So I'm sure Mark, in the interest of fairness, will respond to them that President Biden had absolutely nothing to do with them getting the vaccine at Geisinger. <laughs> I will. I'll send him a note. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I think they're being smart because they know Stan, Stan is, uh, is uh, all riled up today. I believe there are some people who will believe that. Stan, I think you should do the Mark well, Patrick. Way too many people. I think you should do the Mark Patrick seminar this weekend for anxiety. You and I will sign up. <laughs> we'll see if we can wind up for anxiety. You and I can wind uh, the hypnosis seminar this weekend, the Mark Patrick seminar, so that we can wind down a little bit. Are you bit. a shill for Mark Patrick? <laughs> Every word that comes out of your mouth today is Mark Patrick at the seminar. All right. Thank you, Stan. I don't, need to, I don't need to wind down. Uh, no, no, you're all wound up. You enjoy that. Thanks, right. Stan. Thank you, Stan. Really, really uh, appreciate it. All right. Callers, stand by. Texters, send more messages. 70236. Emailers, stand by. We'll be right back. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a Bang! SMZ has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock, starting at just $28,200. Pick from six. 61 of the top 
selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford into the 4th Street Auto Plaza. Proudly serving all of central Pennsylvania for over a century. Hurry, sale ends Monday the 1st. Joe's not worried about old Mark anymore, so that's fine. Why don't you just hypnotize me? 1-800-795-9565. Do you have any chronic conditions? Well, obesity. Okay, are you over 65? Baldness. <laughs> Baldness. Just like, can, you, can, you, can you grow hair? It's not medically uh, bad. Actually, bald people probably live longer. And I'm not terribly obese. I'm just a little overweight. You're chubby. Well, look who's talking. <laughs> you weigh more than I do. I'm almost 200 pounds. It's gotten yeah, you weigh more than I do, and I'm taller than you are. Ridiculous here. <laughs> Paul, thanks for waiting through more frivolity. You're on the mark. Yes, good morning. Uh, I enjoyed the inaugural yesterday, and the, the specific uh, thing that particularly delighted me is the uh, free exercise of religion uh, impressed me, and I'm a person that's trying to get people to to read the Bible, read the Bible to their children, young people, take it up, um, and uh, certainly the important symbolism and the tradition in our country that these people took their oath, they laid, laid their hand on the Bible, and I believe that's a symbol that uh, we look at the Bible as uh, uh, a basis of authority and uh, um, and uh, you know a foundation for truth you know that that uh, we should tell the truth and uh, uh, we're calling God to witness of, of our actions and so forth and uh, the prayers were wonderful too both the um, uh, uh, Roman Catholic clergyman that I, I think he'd been the president of uh, Georgetown and so forth wonderful that he went back to the prayer that was prayed at George Washington's inauguration he also went to the words of uh, Lincoln's second inaugural about uh, bringing the country to, together with malice towards none and so forth and uh, then the Methodist Episcopal uh, minister that uh, from from uh, Delaware there uh, uh, that uh, prayed the prayed the final prayer so I really enjoyed all that and then of course in uh, President Biden's own speech uh, he it was very well delivered that's the best I've heard him speak in a couple of years uh, you know, from the campaigns and from uh, uh, the debates and, and all those types of uh, 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 things, uh, he, he really was, uh, did, did an excellent um, delivery, I thought, and uh, certainly that youth poet uh, laureate, uh, I mean, I, she was like, a, you know, a star is born. You know, you couldn't take your eyes off of her. Uh, she was so, uh, so lovely and, and just... Uh, um, uh, the way she smiled and turned and uh, 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 the, the way her words just flowed out of her, you know, it, 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 it was both very literate and, and it was also uh, uh, so, so well Gorman. delivered. But again, both the president and her speech, again, took us back to the Bible. There were quotations from the Bible, allusions to the Bible about how you have... Uh, um, uh, the great themes of righteousness, of, of uh, truth, of, of love, and all these things, uh, you, you know, unity and trying to bring the nation together, and uh, they were all turning back to the Bible. That, the singers, too, also delighted me. Uh, 
Lady Gaga is somebody that I've heard of, but I, I couldn't tell you anything about Lady Gaga. I wouldn't recognize her in a lineup. Uh, but uh, when she stood up and sung um, uh, the Star Spangled Banner uh, yesterday, it, that caught my attention. I mean, she blessed my soul. I tell you, she, she hit every note. Man, there was such authority in her voice and, and just a beautiful uh singing and uh it, it was just amazing j-lo did a good job with uh this land is my land and <laughs> going going into america the beautiful and again you uh, you have your allusions to to god there and, and looking looking to god and then garth brooks could we just singing. say you're touched and move on i mean you're running into a complete description of everything there and we're going to run out of time and well, we have okay phones joe come <laughs> on now if this were president trump you'd allow people to go no. on forever <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, he's saying, again, you're talking about the healing of the nation, racial problems and all these things. Garth Brooks sang Amazing Grace. That's written by John Newton, who was a slaver, and he repented of that. And... uh, uh, and and he, he tells then of his conversion in that in that song and wonderful to sing that and invite everybody to sing. Don't compel anybody to sing, but he invited everybody to to sing with him. And uh, uh, you know that from my p- point of view, that's just a wonderful uh, perspective. And it was met, uh, interesting there to be able to see him singing that. And back behind him was George W. Bush. And remember, uh, several years ago. And he was out in Iowa, I think, and they were at a table, and they asked him, uh, "Okay, we got to stop you there. We got another call. We got to stop you there. We got another call." Okay, that's what right. that song thank is you, Paul. So Appreciate your call. Take that care. Was a wonderful thing for America. Okay, okay. Have a good day. To have all of those illusions. I don't think Paul's going to stop. Sorry, Paul. Sorry. Dan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. We'll go back to Paul later. I feel like I've just. He'll still be talking. Feature that doesn't know it's a. 12 o'clock. Anyway, that was very nice, and I'm glad he said good things about the uh, uh, inauguration. I thought it was well-staged and all that sort of thing at a very tough time for us. But, Joe, I think it's time for you to change to some other, uh, let's say, argument. This business of, uh, well, let me say, that if nothing else had done it, I would have been turned against the president, the prior president, when he said the press is the enemy of the people. And then when I heard you, a person who was part of the press, uh, take the side of that man instead of the press, I was depressed. And I wonder if you... I thought you, you were impressed. It? What? I thought you were impressed. Oh, I, I was. Did you get your pants, pants pressed? <laughs> yeah, well, listen, uh, that's a good way to divert me because I got to thinking <laughs> about that. But actually, do you really feel that we'd be better off without the free press? No, I don't, and neither does anyone else in their right mind. However, with freedom comes responsibility, and the media has the responsibility to report fairly and objectively and to stop muddying the lines between their editorial comments and actual news. I don't wait, care wait, if you report wait a, a story. That's if, up to us. 
That's up to No, us. it's not. It's, it's up not to the media. media. I, you've heard me refer to many times in this program to the journalists I really respected. The, the, we've gone a long way since the days when uh, Walter Cronkite was considered the most trusted man in America. Nobody on the media list today is on would be, be considered the most trusted man in America. The, the right, people right, like right, Huntley so and I, Brinkley are gone. The people like, you know, the great newscasters of the past, the Edward R. Murrows, the people who had the guts and integrity to stand up for what was right and tell it straight and tell it true and not put their editorial comments in it, they are largely gone now. Uh, okay. I, I totally disagree with you, but I watch the news regularly, and you apparently watch Fox regularly. No, I watch, a, I watch a variety of things. I know you want to characterize me as only watching Fox News, but I get my news from a number of sources. I read four newspapers every day, each with a different political bent, and I watch several television channels over the course of the day to get news. Yeah, but you view and watch and listen to all that through the Fox funnel, so it's all tainted. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and to, to, no, I listen to it through a conservative lens and I will admit I'm a conservative. And so I tend to view things in that light, just as Nathaniel here views them in a far-left liberal light. (laughs) I am not far-left. I am, however, a person... When you were playing left field in the baseball team, you were in the bleachers. That's how far-left you are. (laughs) Well, that's very (laughs) clever of you, Joe, but I'm asking you, do you really want to cause the press, which only was fake press, when it didn't agree with the ideas of that golden man in the White House, that was when it became fake news, and you fell for that, and I thought you knew better because you actually were the press at one time. Well, the thing is, then, I understand the difference between good reporting, fair reporting, accurate reporting, and reporting with an agenda. And what I see mostly today, and I will say it's on all channels, is reporting with an agenda. And I've said many times in this program, the blurring of the lines between news and commentary has been the enemy of the people, in my opinion. Remember that that times have changed. We have social media, many networks. Have a good day. Yeah, let's throw everybody off social media we disagree with, so that's the first step. Oh, Joe, boy, you got it bad today. I thought you'd come back healed. I guess I am going to be mistaken. Well, he picked at my scab. (laughs) Oh, brother. (laughs) And that'll be the end of that metaphor. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is across from me. Mr. Rob Center is as fabulous as humanly possible, as near as I can tell. I can't imagine him being any fabulous-er. Well, there's some room for improvement. There's some room for improvement. Okay, so you <laughs> as got... As there is in most you of You got us. that, Rob. You got some room for improvement, so... Well, and then we then there's you. Joe's, then Joe's there's you. you. There is a whole cavern room for improvement. All right. So Joe yells <laughs> out from the abyss. 
Yes. I got to get these fox funnels out of my ears. Go ahead and read the news. All right. I'm surprised you can get through the door. I thought they'd get smaller with Biden in office. They're getting bigger. All right. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now. Open again, 1-800-795-9565. Joe is talking about the insurrection in Portland, Oregon, overnight. A violent uh, rioters were clashing with police. There's something about the fact that Biden isn't enough. They don't want Joe Biden. They want revenge. Revenge. There we right. go. Thank you. So, yeah, tough, tough situation there. These are good people. We can talk about the inauguration. Do uh, you think anybody will compare them to the to Charlottesville? Uh, just out of curiosity, do you think? Uh, they're probably going to be. Com- you <laughs> did compare them to the people at the U.S. Capitol, right? The pro-Trump violent insurrectionists, correct? Uh, I just wondered if we have whatever standard we're using. I just think we should apply it universally. Okay. All right. So they're one and the same in Joe's view. Uh, our toll-free line is open, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com or text us at 70236. And brief news headlines here. Some Wise Market stores will be locations where Valley residents can receive COVID-19 vaccines. The Wise Market's corporate office issued a statement Wednesday that 55 of their in-store pharmacies were selected by the State Department of Health to have the vaccines locally. That includes Lewisburg, Mifflinburg, Sealance Grove, and Cole Township. Again, the State Department of Health uh, submits uh, those, uh, makes those selections, not Wise Markets Incorporated. Uh, Valley residents are encouraged to go to wisemarkets.com to schedule their appointment. Geisinger said basically the same thing. They're doing all online scheduling, mygeisinger.org, the place to go, and Evangelical Community Hospital, evanhospital.org if you wish to schedule a vaccine at uh, that location. COVID-19 deaths spiked yesterday as soon as President Biden took office. Uh, most of the deaths are just being reported now and occurred in the past several weeks during the Trump administration. In their daily update yesterday, State Department of Health reported 401 new statewide deaths. However, the department said 78% of those happened in the Trump administration. Only a few, 23%, were during the Biden administration administration. Actually, let me clarify here just because I'm doing this in the news. This is uh, adding the administrative remark is only for Stan in our audience. Uh, all of these are just tragic deaths and have occurred uh, because of the complications of COVID-19. Anyway, locally, 17 deaths reported in the central Susquehanna Valley over the last uh, two weeks, according to the State Department of Health. Three of the Valley's lawmakers commenting on the inauguration. U.S. Congressman Dan Muser, a Republican, says he hoped President Biden won't start from scratch after he takes the oath of office and builds on the many accomplishments of the Trump administration. Muser said with Biden in office, he remains optimistic for the next few years. U.S. Senator Pat Toomey also echoed Biden's call for national unity. U.S. Senator Bob Casey says the democracy has prevailed, a reference uh, to the Capitol insurrection. And you can call her a little show-stealer. Poet Amanda Gorman delivered a reading of her original poem following the swearing-in of President Joe Biden and Vice President President Kamala Harris. There is always light if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. There, how about that, Joe? Are you happy now? Light. She was very inspiring. You could be it. When's the last time anybody said you could be part of the solution? The 22-year-old <laughs> is the youngest inaugural poet in U.S. history. Her poem, The Hill We Climb, was inspired by the January 6th Capitol riots. As for her ensemble, her yellow coat uh, was Prada. Her jewelry, a gift from none other than Oprah Winfrey. The ring, I don't know why it's in all this. Oh, the, 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 uh, the ring is shaped like a cage 
caged bird as a tribute to Maya Angelou. It's funny how I, it's funny, my lovely bride and I listened to this yesterday, and, and she also noticed, uh, you know, the stunning outfit, the, the crown of red and the ring, and I watched the exact same thing and said, wow, that is the best poet. Now, my wife loved the poet, and I certainly, I thought the outfit was interesting, but uh, it's funny how we both walked away. Are you okay, buddy? I'm Are we putting you to sleep? I'm listening to every word that comes out of your mouth. I don't think you're being the light. I think you're being the, the get-off-my-lawn guy. Why don't you hypnotize me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm working. Hey, there's a Mark Patrick seminar. Hey, tell me all about it. All right. One of our good listeners sent us this note. Said, I uh, just heard that the vaccine will eventually be available at every Wise pharmacy in the town surrounding Sunbury except Sunbury. What an insult, considering that the Wise chain was founded in Sunbury. This is just another example of Sunbury being being snubbed at every turn. We have a larger population than any of these towns, plus three high-rises filled with vulnerable senior citizens. And of course, we found out, uh, and it's true, that the Wise didn't make this decision, so let's not get angry with them. They offered all their stores as a location for the vaccine, and the state picked the ones where they would be, uh, what, permitted to dispense mm-hmm. yeah, and right So if you, wanna, if you want to complain, complain to the state. Right, Hayden is in the mixed event hospital. Uh, Geisinger, of right. course, has several locations where they're offering the vaccine. But uh, wisemarkets.com, if you want to get scheduled, My Geisinger, even if you don't have anything to do with Geisinger, you can still set up a My Geisinger and get started that way. I did that uh, yesterday. I set it up. I didn't have the account, although I have several Geisinger physicians, and I Mm -hmm. found it very easy to get in and make an appointment to get my shot. My wife and I go tomorrow morning. Oh, good for you. Lucky you. All right. Fabulous. All right. We have open phones right now. 1-800-795-9565. One of our texters says, not even a whole day in office, and the Biden people are blaming Trump. How pathetic. There you go. That's me, baby. And then this one says, Joe, I agree with you completely that the press has to stop muddying the waters between news and commentary. Please tell that to Mark. On this show, he should absolutely be given his opinions, but when he reads the news, please have him just read the news without editorial comments. Okay. Are you that was properly ri- chastised? That was written before I added my editorial comments oh, man, to right. the news just then. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll stop doing that. You know, it's probably the one thing that I do that everybody complains. Everybody else likes everything else I do here. Well, you know, the whole point of it is Joe, to deliver the news. That's your only comeback? I said everybody likes everything I, I'm I do. I'm trying to be kind okay. to you. Okay. Yeah, you I'm t- trying to be the light here, Mark. <laughs> okay, good for you. Uh, all right, Joe, and you're not making it easy for me. I thought their poem was just crazy. Ridiculously good. I, I just found it really Very talented wonderful. young lady. Yep. Oh, yeah, she was. Inspiring. I mean, no denying that. I I'd never heard of her before, but boy, she's going to... She'll make quite a splash, I think, in the media from now on. And uh, biblically speaking, the Bible says, "Do not murder the Democrats. Believe in a abo- do not murder period. the Democrats." Yeah, right here we go with like a punctuation. How about a little punctuation? Commas, periods, semicolons, please. This is all one paragraph, but I bet <laughs> biblically it's not speaking, the Bible says, "Do not murder." <laughs> I like that. Th- this is the difference. This is what the difference punctuation means. The Bible says, "Do not murder the Democrats." <laughs> uh, biblically speaking, the Bible says, "Do not murder." Period. The Democrats believe in abortion anytime, even up until the end of birth, and then let it lay on the table, period. I can't walk or walk with people that are walking in a different direction than I am, uh, than I am remedy that might have an open mind. 
Uh, I think we could benefit some punctuation there. Yeah, I'm not certain check. I figured that one out. I think out. we need a spell check. I think a remedy is a scluberation of something else. Ooh, was an escluberation. Right. Is that an actual well, word? Well, anyway, bottom line, the individual is saying, you know, Democrats can say this and that, but uh, they are pro-choice, and that's our good emailer's main right. point. If that you if believe you're not that that equates murder to murder, yeah, yes. Don't, uh, don't put your hand on the Bible if you're going to be pro-choice, uh, according to our good uh, email. Correspondent, so, yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. We have one call coming in and one on the line, so we will get to those in just a second. But uh, one of our other texters says, Than, the mainstream media is the enemy of the people. If they do it, if all they do is serve up democratic propaganda for the last four years, the mainstream media have mainstream media have pushed lie after lie about Trump, starting with the fake Russian collusion lie. Yeah, whose objective stand? Send us a note. I under I appreciate what you're saying. It's obvious. And I think we're, this is our f- fate now that we're going to have biased media for the rest of our lives. And, of course, we know that Fox and uh, CNN and MSNBC and NPR have made it clear which side they're on. But who's objective? AP, CBS, ABC, NBC. Really? Yes. No, CBS isn't. Uh, AP loses it sometimes. Well, CBS, you know, they say that the home for original reporting, which means they're making this stuff up. Okay. So <laughs> AP didn't call them violent anti-Biden insurrectionists in Portland last night. Are you still going to go with them? Did Fox call them that? No, no. no you, <laughs> you do. It was just you. Just me. All right. Tom, thank you so much for waiting a short time. You are on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, last night, I guess, Jen Psaki talked about... Uh, uh, priority of Biden's being to increase the amount of vaccine out there. From what I understand, there's over 37 million doses have already been distributed. Uh, however, only uh, less than half of those have uh, uh, inoculated people. Uh, I don't know what the plan is, state by state, and that's where it seems to be uh, for distribution. Even our state, it, it, you read the paper every day about this piece and that piece, but there is no specific plan, and I don't know if they can get a federal plan, but I don't know of, of, of uh, Biden having a federal plan, especially now if she's saying they're, they're just going to increase. Now, $37 million is, I understand, on target for what Biden says would be 100, do- 100 million doses, or 100, what did he say, 100 million doses yeah, in they, uh, 100 it, days? Right, 100 so, million, that's correct. Right. Since, since we've had the... Uh, since we've had the vaccine, 37 million adds up to, you know, that it, 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 it works in his favor. But again, it comes down to putting it into people's arms, and uh, they're not doing it. Uh, I don't know why they don't have the National Guard with their medical units, you know, setting up places all over, all over schools, hospitals, prisons, anywhere, uh, to get this into people's arms. If that much is out there, and that little is being put in, uh, there's, a, there's an issue. And uh, my understanding, like New York, New Jersey, they're putting up all kind of roadblocks to getting it uh, to people. Uh, so I don't know what Biden's going to do or when he's going to do it. Uh, but they'll naturally, I'm, I'm pretty certain they'll turn around and blame Trump. Well, people, uh, people on the left were complaining about how horrible Florida is. They need to take a look at New York. New York is an absolute disaster when it comes to getting the vaccine into people's arms. Florida's governor has made an, every effort to get as many shots. He doesn't want to see one dose wasted. He wants it in somebody's arm. He's not too worried about which arm it is. He wants it in arms. But what is our governor's plan? What is, you know... Uh, what is our medical experts doing? There just is no, 
you know, unified plan that everyone is aware of. Uh, uh, you know, we find out day to day what you can do, uh, and and I'm just hoping they get a plan that people people are ready to get it. Uh, most people are, I would suspect. Uh, it just and there's places to put it, uh, you know, that that people can be distributed from, whether it's schools, hospitals, prisons, anywhere. I, again, why isn't the National Guard called in for this rather than all the security that was wasted in Washington? Well, that's a good point. I guess uh, their medical units may be pressed into service. You know, but the question becomes, where is the actual vaccine? Um, what I've heard is that not not all the distribution has been exactly where it's needed. And when in Ohio this, this morning on Gordon Deal's program, there was a story about some pharmacy uh, wasting 500 doses of it because they didn't monitor the correct temperature, didn't make sure the temperature was correct. So, I mean, you're dealing with a lot of, you're dealing with human frailty and human error here, and I guess that's kind of prevalent in these days. Yeah, and I can't factually again, tell you where, where the doses are. I know the federal government says they've distributed millions of doses to the states. The state says they haven't received enough doses, but as soon as they get them in Harrisburg, they push them out to wherever they're supposed to go. I mean, figuratively speaking, they don't actually stop in Harrisburg, but they push them out to the pharmacies and wherever they can send them to the hospitals. But they're way, way, way behind. I mean, the number of Snyder Union or Thumbelin uh, Montour vaccinations is it's just, you know, it's 10 of thousands is nothing well, like we need. Most people have a doctor one way or another, you know, or somebody they consult. It would seem to me it should have gone to doctor's offices first, but it hasn't. Um, so it's funny how the State Department of Health used to have a news conference every day. <laughs> now that the vaccine is in this big clog, it's like crickets down in Harrisburg. You well, has the governor anything. appointed a replacement for... Uh, uh, yeah, there is an interim, but I, I believe she's still there. I think Dr. She, Levine is still on until, for she wasn't a, a short time. She wasn't approved yet, was she, by the House? Uh, no, uh, okay. it's not approved by the Senate, not yet. All right, thank well, you yeah, so much. Some good questions. The governor and Dr. Levine or whoever her... Or she, yeah. The replacement is uh, for that person, uh, and I, you know why aren't they? You know the senior citizens' homes getting it first. Why aren't you know the most vulnerable right there? Instead of all the data on the numbers that are getting it, uh, are getting COVID and dying from COVID, I'd like to see the data on the distribution. Well, they were supposed to be the first ones getting it, and then the governor just this week allowed uh, the people in 1A, which is people over the age of, what, 65 or 75 mm -hmm. or something like that, to get it. So, I mean, th in theory, uh, the nursing homes have had it, and they've given it to their patients. But right. is that true or not? Thank you so much, Tom. Thanks for calling in. Really appreciate the call. Good questions. Dr. Rue is going to be on the radio this Friday, so maybe he'll have some of those answers. We'll put those questions to him. Upper right-hand corner, then we take the break. Joe? Says, can't place my finger on it, but something must have happened recently that caused Amazon to suddenly offer assistance distributing the vaccine. Same pandemic, different president. And, of course, Fox News did reach out to them for an explanation of why, if they're willing to do this now, they didn't make the same offer to the Trump administration. And guess what? No reply. Yeah, I think Jeff Bezos and President Trump didn't get along. I don't, why did he hate Trump? Or Bezos, I forget, because he's as wealthy as him? Or? I don't know. <laughs> well, I well he obviously Bezos didn't like him, but, I mean, as a... 
longtime Amazon customer, I, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, Jeff Bezos is 20 times richer than President Trump. All right, on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, we invite you to do what I've done on many occasions and have told you about. That's order a vehicle and don't pick it up. No, no, I'm just kidding. Do not. I've actually well, never done You have done, done that many times. No, that's <laughs> hyperbole. I've never actually ordered a vehicle, although I've gotten pretty close. Uh, entire Their entire Ford, Lincoln, Kia, and Hyundai inventory is available online. So if you are interested in a safe and sanitary transfer of vehicle from your old car to a brand new one or a new pre-owned vehicle to you, uh, you can do so online. And that's because SunburyMotors.com is a very dynamic uh, place where you can look at where the vehicles are, the car facts, the photographs, everything you need to know, talk to a salesman, participate in that conversation that you have where they uh, make sure that uh, you're going to get the best deal on your new vehicle or your brand new pre-owned vehicle, brand new to you, or you can also negotiate the trade in a vehicle. You describe the vehicle, take a few pictures of it, send it to them, and they'll tell you, well, your car is worth a million dollars, and then when you trade it in, uh, they'll give you that check, and then you get your new vehicle. It is an opportunity for you to do what I have done, and that's be super served by the Sunbury Motor Companies. Purchase your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home, and they'll deliver it to you. It's just one of the many ways they super serve you at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a bang. SMZ has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock starting at just $28,200. Pick from 61 of the top selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford in the 4th Street Auto Plaza. Proudly serving all of central Pennsylvania for over a century. Current sale ends Monday the 1st. To all those who supported our campaign, I'm humbled by the faith you've placed in us. To all those who did not support us, let me say this. Hear me out as we move forward. Take a measure of me and my heart. And if you still disagree, so be it. That's democracy. That's America. The right to dissent peaceably within the guardrails of our republic is perhaps this nation's greatest strength. Yet hear me clearly. Disagreement must not lead to disunion. And I pledge this to you. I will be a president for all Americans. All Americans. All right. Thank you so much, Joe and Biden. I promise you, I will fight as hard for those talking. who did not support me <laughs> as for those like who Tom. did. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Rob. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. President. Actually, that's the meat of the whole speech, too, this idea that uh, peaceably assembling is, is and complaining and making your voices known is really what we're talking about. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is the open phone. We've got a caller who's been patiently standing by for the better part of 15 minutes. Good morning, Mike. You're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Uh, good morning. Um, you know, yesterday was a big day for speeches and, and ceremony and all that. And um, 
I have friends who, you know, kind of like think now they can sort of lay back. But I've always felt that my job was to be like the stick in the spoke, the stone in the shoe for anybody who's, anybody who's elected. You know, and, and watch to see if they're doing what they said they're going to do or if I agree, if I disagree. And, you know, don't idolize anybody. Just they're there doing a job. We're paying them. They're, they're there for us. That's how I approach it. There's another word for it. P-O-A, is that, what does that stand for, Joe? Uh, a pain. pain in a certain part of your posterior. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, yeah, but well, that's what, whatever. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do, you know, in an ideal democracy is make our voices known. Insurrection's not right. Whatever happened in Portland last night, I hope they arrest them all, because that's certainly the right thing to do there. But, uh, you know, we, we're, we're still separated and at a great divide here. Uh, the media is biased, and that's what we're going to have for a long time. I'd asked if anybody knows of any objective media. We, there really isn't any. And so, uh, yeah, we're going to accentuate this division. Um, what did you say, that Democrats want to get rid of Republicans? Show what were you talking about? Well, I was talking about this cancel culture that oh, we have okay. going on now right now. Trying to get rid of Republicans altogether. In other words, even though President Biden is calling for unity, all I'm hearing from the left is, you know, well, the, the Republicans need to be re-educated. <laughs> okay. I have a suggestion. <laughs> What's that? Uh, well, uh, you know, to try and inform myself, I... I listened to a show called um, uh, Democracy Now, very left-leaning. I'll tune in to Rush Limbaugh, very conservative. I'll listen to you guys, I'll listen to the talk station out of Pittston, I'll watch the news, David Muir and all that. Somewhere in there lies the truth, or somewhere in there lies the stuff that would make sense to me. What I have a problem with is, you know, try to get a hold of, like, uh, Dan Muser. I mean, try, you could not get a conversation with Dan Muser uh, for your life. It's hard to communicate with Muser and Casey and, and the rest of them, even on the state level. They're very inaccessible, and uh, this town, virtual town stuff, I think is nonsense. I mean, these people need to come in front of the public, and, and you know, if they get pressed on something, so be it. That's why they're there. Not to, I know they're there to build a pension and all that, but you know they need to be answerable to us, and they we need to they need to be in front of us. That's not really a purpose. <laughs> That's just a side benefit. Well, I agree with you. And I, unfortunately, uh, about three, four years ago, town halls went by the wayside because they were all disrupted by uh, people. I think this was prior to President Trump's administration. You know, town halls were disrupted by people, so they couldn't hold them anymore. It just, you know, it wouldn't work. You just get shouted down by people who were ultra vocal. I, I used to remember when uh, Arlen Specter used to go to every county every year and hold a town meeting so we went uh, you know I've been to a couple of them and we always covered them but they were calm affairs he had an assistant there with a clipboard and they would write down every remark that you said so that if you or every issue you had so if you had an unanswered question or important criticism that you know he took it under advisement and was able to you know adjust policy or whatever you know used to be well, all these politicians was, uh, used to come around here yeah Back in the day, I was doing some organizing work in the Hazleton area, and Ray Musto, who, of course, you know, kind of resigned in disgrace, but he would always call you back. A state senator, in a day or two, he would call you back and talk with you and mm-hmm. try to do that now. I mean, I get these nonsensical letters from user's office, from Casey, <laughs> from uh, Toomey. I mean, 
it's standard stuff. And then when you do get, I mean, you know, they put up like three, four people for you to talk to. And of course, yes, I'm going to pass it on to the congressman. Now, my dad worked for two congressmen out of the old 6th Congressional District. So I kind of know the game of how they put up their people there and sh- shield themselves. <laughs> it, it's, yeah. it's amazing. They really all need to be out uh, on, in the town square once a month or something. Well, and, and Bob Casey uh, called a radio station last week. He probably calls, what, two or three times a year, something like that. And uh, damn users available now. Fred, we're, we're dead to Fred right now. Fred, We're dead to Fred Keller at the moment. But, uh, you know, maybe in the years ahead he'll call in and participate. But, uh, yeah, he used to be fairly open, but uh, he is, uh, we're, we're dead to him now. But uh, and that, who else would be a lawmaker around here? Oh, yeah, we, we rarely... Make, well, uh, Toomey's called in from yeah, time to time. Yeah, Senator Toomey calls in. I'm going to make an attempt to arrange a neighborhood meeting with Dan Muser. And I'm going <laughs> to document how many times I call, how many letters I write, before I can get him to say, no, oh, you know, I can't do it, <laughs> blah, 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 or I will do it. Well, he might surprise you. Think, well, good, because yeah. I'd like to press him on some issues, but face-to-face, but I can't. All well, right. when you say press him, do you mean have a frank and dis- open discussion with him? I mean, let's face it, yeah. no congressman can afford yeah. to, well, no congressman can have a, a discussion with every single constituent about every single issue that concerns them. No, there just o- isn't time. But only a tiny fraction of his constituents wish to speak with him, but even those people aren't getting through. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thank so, you. So. Uh, Congress, people, Congress people spend a lot of time raising money. And I, I think they're a lot more available than we think they are in terms of getting out to their constituents. All right. Thank you so I, I much, really Mike. Thanks for calling in. Well, well, hey, call us back and let us know how you make out with yep. your attempt. Yep, we'll attend. We'll cover it like a news story. Well, and Congressman Keller was on the conservatives panel the other night, so he did meet with them. Now, they didn't give him any challenging questions. Nor, that conservatives you know, panel, you mean up in Lewisburg? Susquehanna, Susquehanna Valley, Valley conservatives, conservatives, right. Okay. So, But it was you know just a softball affair. There's no tough questions or anything sort like, like that. Sort of like Joe Biden's press conferences. Huh? Exactly, right. And I, I, I was so disappointed last night. I, th- I saw this big press conference. And, and I, th- I thought the the spokesperson is going to say, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm going to get grilled up here. And everybody's like, what kind of ice cream did he have at the dinner? <laughs> oh, boy. Until, until uh, Steve, uh, Peter Ducey got a hold yeah, of him. Yeah, what did he say? And that he's, the one, he's the one that asked how the President Biden is going to bring us back together if it, he's working on impeachment at the same time. Oh, okay. And she responded, uh, I think reasonably, that the president was going to allow the uh, Senate to deal with this in the House. What's What does Biden have to do with the Senate? Well, nothing, but I think what what he could do is he could ask them to stop it. Hmm. You know, please, I'd rather get my agenda going. I'd rather get my uh, my plans going. So this is a distraction. I mean, the only thing he could do is exert some ask. moral authority, right? Well, maybe he could get Kamala to not gavel it in or something. Well, I guess he could, but, you know. All right. Upper right-hand corner, and then we got to take the break. says, many people use the Bible in prayer and religious hymns to their advantage when they are in the limelight, such as we saw yesterday. There's a difference between living the Bible every day and just reading the Bible to make you sound godly or holy. We are to be particular, peculiar people separated from sin and ungodliness, a real separation. Salt and fresh water do not mix. Light and darkness do not mix. So don't be fooled into believing they can learn truth. It's why we as God's people can't walk the same path as sinners. All right. 
All right, well, one 800 Thanks for the email. Send more at onthemarkatwkok.com. We have a couple of waiting to be read on the radio, which we will do. Uh, and we have some texts standing by from three different people, three texts and three people. That's right. a rarity. one 800 When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. Two lines occupado. One is taken. Upper right-hand corner. Right. Go. With respect to the issue about uh, Sunbury not being selected for the wise markets uh, for uh, vaccine, well then, the Department of Health should be criticized for snubbing Sunbury. Certainly wise markets would have had to tell them where their pharmacies were located and given permission for them to use them. Perhaps they could have mentioned the need in Sunbury. I realize that we are always at the bottom of the priority list. Yeah, I think that can be verifiably proven as true that uh, Sunbury's at the bottom of uh, some of the lists that are written in Harrisburg. Uh, but I think if there's one thing we've learned during this pandemic and the rollout of the vaccine is that it is evolving. So just because there's no vaccine available in Sunbury today doesn't mean that is a permanent situation. There may be later. We're still in 1A. What they did was they added more people to 1A and you know gave all these you know, good places a limited number of vaccines, but they're still not nearly enough. So that is happening. But, but uh, I think somebody would be eligible in the future. That's Lawrence's worthless view. I mean, you, you can get a flu shot there. You can get a flu shot at all the wise markets, any place they have a pharmacy. So I don't see why you couldn't in the future when more is available. I'm sure the Department of Health will ease up on that. Eventually, it's got to get to regular people on the streets, you know, that don't want to drive long distances. I know an elderly couple that do not wish to drive up to Geising or Danville to get it. Not really super interested in driving to Sealands Grove either, so... All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Joe, who is next? I don't even uh, can't see. It's Chris. Chris. So, all right, go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, Jeff Bo- Bo- Bozos. Bezos. Bezos. What's his name? Bezos. Bezos. Why does Trump hate him? He owns the Washington Post. I'm reminded. Right. Come on. <laughs> I forgot all about that. You didn't that. know that, or I, what? I did, but I forgot yeah, it. Yeah, I did yeah, too. I'm sorry. Thank you for cr- thank you for straightening yeah. us out. That is a huge reason. That's probably why Bezos bought it, so he could stick it to the president. Well, uh, Joe gets proved wrong about CBS News, and he doesn't have a good word to say about them yet. It's how he and how he uses fake news. If he doesn't like the story, his first go-to is always fake news. Not anything wrong with the story, 
just that it's, oh, it's from them. I've never said anything about fake news. What I've said about yes, is the now. Have. Wait a second. I have said. I've said about the muddying of the. I have said about the muddying of the lines. I've said about the. I've said about the muddying of the lines between editorial content and news. And if that's fake, yes, that's fake. But that's not all news stories. Some news stories defy your ability to editorialize on them. For example, a disaster, you report straight that so many people were injured, so many people were killed. This is what happened. you know. But your editorial comment comes in as well. If the Trump administration hadn't done this, then it wouldn't have happened. That's what I don't like. Go ahead, Chris. No, you're full of it. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. You're just full of it. So when you can't win an argument, result to name-calling. You claim that it's no good for me to quote the Washington Post or the New York Times several times, even though you hadn't read the story, because it's from the Washington Post and New York Times. You've said that many times to me. I don't trust them as a news source, just like you don't trust Fox News. <laughs> well, Fox News was taking marching orders from the Republican Party for, for from the and the Washington Post has accepted marching orders from the Democrats. No, they aren't. These yes, they are. Actual, the people in the White House were going and having conferences with the owners of Fox and giving them directions. Oh, come on! That was going on, Joe. It's yeah, documented. Right. Come sure, on, sure, it's Joe. documented. You know it. Yeah, right. It's true, Joe. Just admit it. <laughs> <laughs> See, Joe, you, you, you just—it's you that's that's ruining the 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 whole country <laughs> reputation of the news. It's, it's people like you. It's taking your cue from Trump. Well, it's people you like you taking your cue from the left. Like that before then. Listen, you you don't you have certain things you believe in. You believe that the right is wrong and the left is right. I believe exactly the opposite. And I have my my beliefs and you have yours. So let's just agree to disagree. No, no, I'm talking about a real issue here. No, you're not. How you address the, the news. Uh, what experience do you have in the news? I've got 50-some years of broadcast <laughs> experience in the news. wrong. doesn't matter. <laughs> no, uh, no, I want to hear from an expert in the news. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me your expert analysis. Of what? The news. What, it's all fair. It's all right, right? I mean, do you, do you like the uh, New York Post? No, do you think they're right? Way, Joe. How about the New York Post? What do you think oh, about them? Shut up for a second. <laughs> well, I'm asking you a question. See, well, you I'm can't you can't have an honest discussion. You can't have an honest discussion with me. I got one word out, and then you didn't kept, you started something new. You can't have an honest discussion with me. You just have to result to name calling. Go ahead, call me names. Go ahead. All right, you got one more minute, Chris. Can we, can we do something about Joe? <laughs> yeah, he's, he has to Turn take tomorrow off. off. Second, will you? He has a retirement length and a weekend. Where do you him see that? Turn off the... for a second, Mark. Thank you. <laughs> he's not. I'm right here. Oh, no, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll turn off Joe. Go ahead, Chris. you got one minute. You. If President Obama had done the things that Trump did, the press would be against him, too. If they held up, if they held up the Trump the press to ridicule to be booed and used as as objects of scorn at while they were covering the convention the the speeches and the campaigns of trump and if obama did that they turn into and if obama told lie after lie after lie they'd be against him too trump caused it he caused it intentionally because he wanted the press as a foil, 
because he knew they'd be after him because he never tells the truth. Then they do fact checks. They've probably been overly fair to Trump because they never cover all his scandals in detail because there's so many of them. Oh my gosh! I hate to hear, hear see what it sounds like if they pick on somebody. Obama would have about two scandals, and they'd cover them for six months in detail, time and time again, left and right papers. All right, we got to move on, Chris. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks yeah, for being a great Washington listener. Washington Post has been all over Hunter Biden. Dan, I mean, you're really, on the really explored that in detail. Dan, you're on the hey, mark. Good morning, guy. Hey, I almost fell off my rocker when Chris said that the press treated Trump fairly. <laughs> Where has he been for five years? That's a laugh. I mean, that's a, what they call LOL. LOL. Yeah, that is laughable. But, you know, despite, despite the left-wing press, 90 to 92%, Trump hating press. Guess who got seventy four to seventy five million votes? President Trump. And despite being propagandized by most media, people out here in God's country could see through it. So that's a silver lining. But the bad part is they're fake, and will they ever come back to to broadcasting news? Will our local newspaper ever come back to being unbiased? I doubt it, and that's the sad part. We really don't get news anymore. But I'm like your one caller. I'm not. I'm not on cable TV, so. I depend a lot on the networks, but I go to different sources. That's how I get the news through the newspapers and TV, and I, I do listen to Rush Limbaugh some, and that's how I don't get in the rut of being biased. But we all, and I think this is what Chris won't concede, we all assemble our body of knowledge in our own way. You may look at four or five different channels. I may look at some others. I may read newspapers you don't read. But we all come to conclusions. Are we right or are we wrong? Well, that's a matter of conjecture. But we all have the right to our opinions, and we all have the right to think the way we think. That's what makes this country great. The people that I have fault with today are those who insist that we all think in lockstep, and we all believe the same thing, and we all think the same way. That's not American. Exactly. You know, and uh, you know, but Joe, what do you think about, in spite of the left wing press, 74 to 75 million people didn't buy it? That, that's a good that's a silver lining. Well, but, I mean, Dan, let's face it. Trump was a flawed human being, as most of us are. Uh, I would say his flaws were a little more egregious than others and when, with respect to his nodding acquaintance with the truth in some issues. But still, it was his truth, and he believed it, you know, and many of the people that support him believe it. If we think they're wrong, then fine. We think they're wrong. But if they think they're right, that's their, that's their privilege in this country. 
but uh, what I what I can't get is a person like Chris, intelligent man, f- believing he believes that the press treated Trump fair, and if Obama would have been the that he was treated unfair. You know, I can't get that through. Yep. Well, the president brought it all on himself. The president, the media was objective, and the president brought well, it all on himself. They were never objective. No, they weren't objective. Mark, if you believe that, you're <laughs> you're like Chris. They were on Trump. I don't think you're objective. <laughs> like, uh, uh, they were on Trump before he, even, as soon as he announced he was running for president, they slam dunked him. Every time they had the chance. If you can't see that, Mark, <laughs> you're more biased than I am. <laughs> yeah, they did not true. like Trump at all. They they did before he ran for president. They were fair with him. Everybody loved him. He was on Oprah, and all them people. Who was on Oprah? Him. Pardon. Who was on Oprah? Uh, president Trump. Oh, I got you. Okay. Before he was president, they liked him. They swooned all over him. Oh, but just when he would make he, appearances and stuff. I got you. Yeah, yep, it was in movies was, and all and kinds of stuff. And then they found out who it, he really was. All right, Dan, we got to uh, skadoodle uh, on. It was. It was. Uh, it was after he announced because, and I still say this because Trump was going to upset the whole Apple card in Washington. <laughs> And you can see how that worked out. All right. Thank you so much, Dan. Really appreciate it. Have a great one. All right. You too, buddy. Keep the press on us. All right. We're working on it. We're working on it. One of our texters says, okay, now I know what CNN stands for, the Chris News Network. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be right back. Sunbury Motors Ford is bringing in 2021 with a bang. SMC has just received shipments of the all-new 2021 Ford F-150. Save up to nine grand on the totally redesigned F-150, which was just awarded North America's Truck of the Year for 2021. Sunbury Motors has 67 F-150s in stock and arriving soon. SMC is introducing the highly anticipated 2021 Ford Bronco Sport. The new Bronco's retro design reflects its iconic heritage from the 60s and 70s. Sunbury Motors has them in stock starting at just $28,200. Pick from 61 of the top selling Ford Escapes with savings up to $8,250 and slash to as low as $22,380. SMC is where you want to be in January for discounts up to $11,000 on the largest selection of new Fords in the Susquehanna Valley. And everyone is clearly marked for this massive sale. Sunbury Motors Ford in the 4th Street Auto Plaza. Proudly serving all of central Pennsylvania for over a century. Perfect sale ends Monday the 1st. Mr. President, uh, I'm pulling for your success. Your success is our country's success, and God bless you. Amen. How about that? You like There's that? unity. All right. 1-800-7... Oh, Say what the phone you want number. to about the Bushes. They had class. Two minutes apiece. Eric, you're first. Two minutes. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I thought uh, President Biden uh, appeared presidential yesterday. I'm very hopeful for the future. But talking about press coverage, I had to take my dad to a... Uh, a foot doctor appointment as the speech was rolling along, and I got in his car, and uh, I'm listening. He's on, he's on the radio station, and it's a news station, and I think it's Rush Limbaugh uh, at WHP out of Harrisburg, also a CBS affiliate, I think. 
and they were not even covering the uh, inauguration speech. Instead, he was attacking what? attacking Biden for or saying that you know he can't even can't even get enough people at, at the inauguration. Again, making a lie up that the reason that there's not crowds at the inauguration is because, like his um, uh, political rallies, he, there's not enough people to support him. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't understand why a news station would not have at least the courtesy of having the initial. Um, speech of the new president of the United States. Well, well, it's a lot of work. Let me tell you that. As the program director that set it up, it's a lot of work. Well, not only that, <laughs> but, but they have... news station, your news station. Right, they're course, probably lazy. He is known as a very right-wing, uh, by the lineup, you can tell. But, I mean, to, to attack the president as he's giving his inauguration speech instead of playing the speech and then perhaps then having comment about it, as well, we should. Well, there are contracts involved here, and some sometimes these... Uh, syndicated programs have very tight contracts and you absolutely have to carry them. We've had instances here where the network told us we had to carry something if we wanted to stay on the network. Yeah, if you want. Well, a, then you I think you're either a news station or you're not. Now, you guys would have had sports on yesterday and I fully expected that you would have had the, the Biden speech and you did. And uh, everyone's, uh, I'm, I'm a student of history, so I do look back, but everyone's looking back. I think we look forward. I thought the President Biden appeared oh. presidential yesterday. And for my Christian friends out there, uh, I'll just let this last note. Uh, yesterday morning before the inauguration, uh, President Biden was in church. He was praying. He Where went was to President Mass. President Trump, he was, he was parading in front of the truce one last time to get a final salute. <laughs> he out of town. All right. Yeah, Mitch truth, McConnell truth, was with him that's in that's church, not, too. Not, so yeah, every, everybody was there. Thank you so much, Chris. Mike. Or Mike, I'm sorry. No, uh, Mike's next. Mike Chris is, is next. next. Eric was on. Right. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Mike, go ahead. Hey, uh, if it wasn't for double standards, liberals wouldn't have any standards. I, and I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm about fed up. You take, you take the way they're treating people like me. I'm on the right. And what they want to do is they want to grab the worst conduct on the right and then apply that to everyone that's on the right. That's, that's their strategy. And just like your previous caller, he wants to tell every radio station how they should do their business. Okay? Now let, let me just say this. You, Mark, and I, and I tell you what, I like you, Mark, but I really have one problem with you, and that is the defense of censorship that you are, are taking part in. You're saying, well, it's a private company. They should be able to let who they want on their platform. Is that correct? Am I, am I characterizing you correctly? Well, they have terms of agreement. You check them off when you get online, and then people decide, well, I know I checked off the terms of agreement, but I'm not going to comply with them. I'm going to do whatever I want. This is my platform, not Facebook's or Twitter's. I get to do whatever I want. It's like if you had a guest at your house, and they came in and uh, started pouring stuff all over the floor and making a big mess, they're going to say, okay, well, no, you invited me in. I can do whatever I want. Well, you know, that rhetoric's all fine and dandy, but then it should be applied on both sides of the spectrum because people on the left could get away with the same thing that people on the right do, and the people on the right are disqualified, but the people on the, on the left aren't. And I just want to use one quick example. Okay, I love sports. you got 30 seconds. If it wasn't for, okay, the liberals want to tell NFL teams that they have to hire black coaches. Well, the idea is winning, and you hire the people that you think are going to give you the best chance of winning, and it shouldn't matter what color they are when you pick them. You get to decide who you want to hire, but the left says you're not hiring enough black coaches, and I think it's ridiculous. 
Well, yeah. is the uh, is the NFL considered a private organization? Or are they publicly? They have certain benefits from the federal government that okay, I think so make they're them public. Antitrust. They're excused from antitrust violations. They're a division of the government. I got gotcha. you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mike. You can finish up all yeah, those good thoughts tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. We got open phones Friday. Ben Reichley will be back. Joe will start his his uh, mandatory suspension <laughs> for being ultra conservative. This is WKOK Sunbury.